and welcome back to I Wish the Mother Would. It's your host, Shaniqua Dasher, and here with me, I have one of my Instagram mommy crushes, the heart of Trey, <laughs> aka Miss Trinika. How are you today? I'm so good. So happy to be here. <laughs> oh my God. She is so inspirational. She just has the sweetest spirit. Um, I'm always watching her and the things she does with her kids, and I was like, I have to, have to, have to have you on the show. Um, so I'm just going to let her tell you a little bit about her and her passionate purpose, and then we're going to play a little game. Okay, sounds good. I'm Trinika. I am, everybody calls me Trey. I'm a mom of three, a wife, made almost 11 years, and I'm a black stay-at-home mom. Mm. It is, and that's my passion, my purpose to, like, help moms on this journey. It's chaotic, it's messy, but I don't want moms to feel alone. That's why I started the Instagram page, because I feel alone in it. Yeah. So it's just a safe space for moms to be. <laughs> to be. And I was a stay-at-home mom, and yeah. so I completely identified with you when mm -hmm. I found you several years ago. Yeah. Um, and so now I'm a single mom. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, um, yeah. I stay at home. I do work with them at home. Yeah. Um, and so let's play a little warm-up game. Okay. It's a little game of this or that. <laughs> so you just tell me which one you would choose, okay? okay? Okay. So would you rather be always overdressed or always underdressed? Always underdressed. Ah. <laughs> do you like hard liquor or wine? I like sweet hard liquor. <laughs> yes. So I'm a hard liquor girl, but we got to mix it up. We exactly. got to make it fancy. It tastes like Kool-Aid. Yeah, I do. I do. I do like my Kool-Aid liquor. <laughs> um, get up early or sleep in? Get up early. Yeah. I'm a sleep in, honey. <laughs> I was blessed with children that stayed to sleep a little bit See, yes. later. My kids do, but I have to. That's my only. That's my me time. Mm, <laughs> there you have it. Curse like a sailor or speak like a saint? Speak like a saint. <laughs> tea or coffee? Tea. Tea. I'm a tea girl as well. Um, movies or books? Movies. Movies. Sneakers or heels? Heels. <laughs> Wait a minute. So she be always underdressed, but she's going to put on some heels, baby. Yes. Sweatpants with the heels. Um, let's go Paris or Hawaii. Ooh. I say Paris. Mmm, Patty. <laughs> Tacos or pizza? Hmm. I go tacos. Tacos. I love a good taco. I love a good taco. And you can do so much with tacos. Exactly. Disposable diapers or cloth? Oh, disposable. Disposable. <laughs> Throw that sh away. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I did try. I tried cloth, cloth diapers for a week. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I tried, and I was like, yeah, this is too much work. <laughs> God, God, bless, God bless the mothers that can handle the exactly. cloth diapers. I am like, hats off to you, for real, because I tried, yeah. and it just wasn't working it's out for me. me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get cracking, girl. Okay. Let's, um, so I have a story okay. about, and it's here, local in the Atlanta area. Uh -huh. um, I'm just going to read. Okay. All right. So they're hearing from another mother who says a popular restaurant served her minor children alcohol. <sighs> All right. So Andrea McCorvey said that she had to rush her nine-year-old son to the hospital after becoming ill at the sugar factory on Peachtree Street. This was the second incident where they reported in the last three days mm -hmm. 
<laughs> where a mother alleges that the sugar factory served alcohol to her children. Her attorney says <laughs> that she's filing a lawsuit against the restaurant. The mother says she didn't want this to happen to anyone else. So her son never had alcohol before. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he's nine years old. Right. Um, she told excuse me, she told the news outlets. And she said it was supposed to be a festive night to celebrate the new year, um, the new year last year at the Sugar Factory. Her son couldn't wait to taste one of the smoking blue, non-alcoholic drinks that night. Mm -hmm. But she said her dreams turned into a nightmare. Her husband's drink had no alcohol in it, but her son's drink was filled with alcohol. She immediately complained of not feeling well, excuse me, the, uh, yeah, of not feeling well, and the husband sipped his drink and said that they were devastated stated when they realized that there was liquor in the children's drink. There was another incident where there were supposed to be non-alcoholic shots mm -hmm. given to the kids, and the same thing happened. They all had wow. alcoholic shots. This was a, the 11-year-old and her friends. Now, I'm going to pause right there. I just personally feel like the, the non-alcoholic drinks, okay, you know, it is exactly. what it is. But shots, shots, I don't think the concept Exactly. I'm not trying to teach that. Kids <laughs> taking shots, like, yeah. why? I don't care if it's non-alcoholic yeah. I'm not judging you. I'm not judging nobody. But no, thank you. Yeah. My my baby will not be taking non-alcoholic shot. shots. Cute drinks. I get it. Exactly. And so that's definitely a tra tragedy that they ended up getting the liquor right. in but the drink. Right, but if it's a shot, I can see that. So, getting mixed up. <laughs> yeah. But like, what could they do to like make sure that this doesn't happen again? Because obviously it's happening more than once. Yeah. I would just say don't. Don't. Y'all need to use different cups for exactly. the children. <laughs> yeah, get different cups. Um, double check, I guess, serve them separately. Yeah, it, it, it's got to be some type of like, this is the only bar that serves Exactly, this. adults, and this is for the kids. Like you said, different color cups. Right, because I wish a mother would have my child at the hospital. <laughs> Mommy, I'm feeling woozy. <laughs> Baby tipsy. Don't Baby know what's tipsy, happening. don't know what's going on. Oh, so let's switch gears because okay. mm, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Let's switch gears and let's talk a little bit about you and your journey into deciding to become a stay-at-home mom because everybody's reasoning and, mm -hmm. and, and journey is a little bit different. But okay. what was it for you? Okay. Um, so before I had my daughter, I was working at a healthcare insurance place and we were in Tennessee. When I had her, she went to my mom's daycare. It was perfect. It was easy. Then my we went to a Beyonce concert, mm. and we get we were, it was in Chicago. We get there, and my husband interviews for a job. I'm like, you're not gonna get it. I was very negative. I'm like, oh you're not gonna get Shame on you. You got the job. <laughs> so I'm like, you're taking me from Tennessee with everything I love, and you're taking me to Chicago. We get up there, and I am. Like, well, I can't put her in daycare because I don't trust anybody else to keep her. Yeah. She was only one. And I'm yeah. like, who's going to, she can't tell me anything. Somebody hurts my baby. So then the cost of it was so expensive. Baby. So I'm something. like, I would be working to pay for daycare. Absolutely. And, and what kind of yeah. sense does that make? So, and then I was like, well, we can put her in daycare. Then I got pregnant again. So I was like. Oh, wait, you got pregnant again when you had the one you were. Yeah, I already. No. Well, here we go. She's definitely like, I think it was like $2,600 to have both of them. Oh, that was yeah. decision like, done. You're home. Um, and that's where, that's why I started staying home because we moved to a new whole new place. And I think that was the, the struggle of it because I worked a job that I really loved. And yeah. now we're here in a new place, no job, one income. And I'm like, 
This is hard. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. yeah. Like, so making that pivot, Sorry. you were in, in, in a regular healthcare job, mm -hmm. and now you are home with two little, little two people, little two yes. babies under one. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure there's some challenges that come with that, yes. like staying organized and like, I'm homeschooling now, so what does that mean? What am I doing? How are you staying organized in all of this? Because... So in the beginning, when I started staying home, like I thought it would be easy because I've seen it on TV. Like everybody stays home and it's just so easy. And <laughs> like, I was like, oh, that's gonna be me. I'm gonna wake up and she's gonna be all, you know, just a perfect kid. And it's it was not like that. Mm -hmm. So I immediately realized, okay, you have to get a system. You have to get a schedule. And sometimes I would fail on that schedule, but learning to give myself grace in that. Mm -hmm. um, but staying organized, making a to do list, because <laughs> just saying. This is how the day's gonna go. No, but like having something that you can physically like check off, mm -hmm. it gives you that like, oh, I did it. <laughs> but like, how long did it take you to get to that? It point? took me months. It took me so in the beginning, I started staying home in March of 2015. Mm -hmm. um, I would say up until like December. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, I think it probably took me two years to yeah. figure it out. Like, and then you feel like you get something, and then they learn something. Then their nap time changes. Mm -hmm. Then they're like, oh well. This is when this is what time I eat now, where she used to take two naps. Now she's down to one. And then you add another baby to it and everything. So you're always having to revamp your schedule. <laughs> oh my. And then so share with the viewers, like you struggle with something that can make it a little bit hard to organize. Yes, and I didn't realize it at first, but I wanted to talk to my doctor. I'm like, oh, I do have ADHD. Like that's why I was feeling like I felt extra overwhelmed mm -hmm. because my brain is going in a hundred different places a mile a minute. And I'm like, why can't I focus? Because yeah. I have ADHD and um, talking it out. And I think just like priorities again, making those lists. And instead of like saying, oh, I want to clean the house, breaking it down to, I want to clean, I want to make my bed. Mm -hmm. So instead of giving myself these big tasks that make me feel overwhelmed and make me feel like I can't breathe, <laughs> I just break it down into just smaller. Smaller tasks. I like that. So yeah. instead of like, okay, I'm gonna clean the whole house. Yeah. Just I'm gonna make my bed. I'm gonna make my bed. <laughs> and then you accomplish that. Then you accomplish that and you feel much better about it. So I like good. that. I do, <laughs> I like that a lot. Now, how do you get your kids and your husband to buy into <laughs> <laughs> Okay? <laughs> Ah, ah, ah. That was the challenging part, okay? Mm. So because they feel like it, it's just retrain, it's retraining an adult, mm. like who feels like, oh, I do everything great. I'm grown. Yeah, I'm grown. I'm not <laughs> but like, okay, this makes it easier for all of us. So with him, I have to even as a grown up, I'm like, I have to just label stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like this goes here, or like it, with organizing, like this goes here. This is what time we're doing that. Let's put it on the calendar. He he likes more calendar invites, okay. so that's how we keep our times. Um, my timer had just went off. Like, okay, my son has to take a medicine at this time. And when the kids start to hear the timers, they know. They know. So even like when we go to on play dates, I'm like, okay, guys, you have five more minutes. Kids don't know what five more minutes is. They do not. But when they hear that timer, <laughs> yeah, you can't tell your two year old, okay, five more minutes. But if you hear that timer, they know. Okay. And so they start associating time management, organ. I just how we. This how I had to stay. Keep myself in line so too. <laughs> use technology to help, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which like lends me to like what other kind of digital resources that you do you use? So we use your timers, yes. use your Google, Google Calendar, which I live by. If it's All, not on my Google it, it, Calendar, it's not gonna happen. It's not happening. 
It, it does not exist. If actually. I do not have a calendar invite, it's not happening. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I use that. And then with the ADHD, I use an app called Inflow. Mm -hmm. And that app is super helpful. Okay. Because every morning it sends me something. Um, like it's like a lesson. Oh. And you talk to like a real like ADHD counselor who gives you things. So it's the app is super helpful. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you actually talk to somebody. In yeah, the morning. you're like messaging and then there's other not just moms, but other parents or people who are on there who suffer with AD, not suffer, but who deal with ADHD. <laughs> mm. So what made you like even go to the doctor and think like, I may have ADHD because I struggled for a while and I actually experienced the same thing where mm -hmm. I had to, I felt like I was always I, overwhelmed. Right. I thought I was like, okay, am I depressed? But it wasn't, it just, it's the constant like feeling like everything is all over the place. Like I constantly felt like I, I just can't get anything right. Yeah. Like, why do I? Why is my brain going so fast? And you just like start a lot of projects and never yes, finish never them? never finish them. And I'm just like, hold on, wait. Like I was gonna do that and um just constantly not. There's even something called where you feel like um I forgot the word. I'm sorry, y'all. Where you feel like rejected easier. So people think that you're just overly sensitive, but sometimes it's just something with um ADHD where you just feel like. Rejected, so I would be getting this hole or getting this deep space and be like, oh man, nobody, nobody likes, likes me. me. Yeah, yeah, and so. like, and so I, I literally had all of those, and I went to uh, a, a psychologist and mm -hmm. we did all the tests with seven hundred questions. Yes, and yes. Lord. <laughs> so she was like, well, no, you don't have ADHD, you have adjustment disorder, oh. which I was like, well, what What's is adjustment? Like, y'all just giving me a cop out and you're just trying <laughs> to make something up. Yeah. Because, but it's actually a thing. Yeah. Where when you go through different transitions in your life, mm -hmm. you can have. Have a, something called adjustment disorder mm -hmm. where things just go out of uh, out of whack. So for oh. me, my adjustment was having a child, yeah. then having another child, right. and getting married, yeah. and now moving into a new place. And like right. all of those things were my adjustment problem. Right. And I really just thought that she was making something up. Yeah, I hadn't heard of that. But it's a thing. <laughs> it's Look a it up. Thing. Yeah, adjustment disorder. Adjustment um, disorder. So yeah. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. So yeah. you just you realized those things, so you went ahead and got them checked out. Got them checked out, and I was like, oh, this is this is what's happening. I just thought it was. I thought it was like, oh, I'm just crazy or something. But it's like it's no, it's really a thing. And they say it's common in moms because our minds are all, we're always thinking ahead and we're always. You know, you're making a snack and then somebody needs a yeah. potty. A I can't change. remember the statistic, but we make like hundreds of decisions yes, every single every day. day. Yeah. Now, do you use medication for your, to like to manage your ADHD? Or? So right now I'm not. Mm -hmm. um, I just wanted to try to do it more naturally. naturally. Yeah. yeah. With like starting with making a list, like I said, and using that app where yeah. I'm talking to somebody. Um, and that's where I'm at right now. Okay. So uh, Commendable. <laughs> So how do you build in self-care with all of that? Like, because I'm sure it's essential. You're creative. Yeah. You, you're mom. You yeah. do, you know, you wear, even though you're, you're homeschooling, you yeah. wear many hats. Yeah. How do you get your self-care in? So uh, I would say for me, self-care, it looks different for everybody. Mm -hmm. I'm not a person who like, this is going to sound very weird. I don't like like spas and massages. I don't, I, I, get, I get touched out. Okay. Because so, <laughs> I feel like I'm with kids all day. <laughs> so I'm, don't touch me. I don't need a massage. But I feel like for me, self-care is just like waking up in the morning. Like when the house is just quiet and it's my time and my devotion, I can just sit. Mm. And just, that's my self-care. And that's your peace. That's my peace. Yeah. I, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I get up at 530 and me and some other moms that I've met, we go and run. And that's we run from 530 to 7. And it's just, it's peaceful. <laughs> it's like, 
<laughs> you run from five thirty. Like you run the whole time. Yes, we just no, not the whole time. Oh. We walk. It's it's we we do like three miles. So okay. we get in three to four miles. Y'all don't so, judge me. I can't run. Yeah. Like I can walk for you, but I can't <laughs> run that long. <laughs> Like, Some mornings we get up and we just walk and talk. And okay. it's, it's, it's that self-care to me. That's absolutely Being self-care. around other moms is like, I like that. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> like chatting it up. So. Oh, yeah. And there's always something to share. Honey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> how do you balance, um, how do you balance the privacy of your own life with being like a full-time content creator and like knowing what, where, what to share and what not to share? How, I mean, how does that work for you as you continue to inspire others? Okay. I, I struggle with wanting to share the ADHD, ADHD thing at first because I don't want people to think, oh, it's a cop-out. Yeah. So I just share whatever feels helpful. Like I wanted the space on Instagram to feel helpful and inspiring. So maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like... If it's not like if it's helpful, yeah. Um, I don't feel like every like every time I do something, it doesn't have to be shared. So whatever I, I think, just what is helpful. All right, <laughs> and to close us out, I want you to give the people, the listeners, three things that can help them stay organized or get organized. Okay, um, three things that can help you get organized. Um, for me, that what's been helpful recently is doing one load of laundry a day. That's mm. been that's helped me stay organized, and I'm not overwhelmed with laundry all weekend. Mm-hmm. So I do if I do one a day on Saturday, it's just one load a day. Okay. Um, definitely writing things down using my calendar. <laughs> and one more thing, I like the little things that I keep. Anything that like that has a, a basket or a container where I can like label, and it just. Everything has to have a place for me. A home for everything. And a home and everything for everything. In place. So, <laughs> so, yeah, those are my three. Oh, thank you so much, Trey, for, for coming. Me. I wish a mother would try to stop her from getting over and taking over the world. <laughs> can you tell our viewers where they can follow you, find you, all the fun things? Okay. Um, I am on Instagram at underscore the heart of Trey. Um, like I said, where I share my heart. And then I also, on there you'll see I have a guide, a 30-day guide to for stay-at-home moms to find purpose in their journey um, as a stay-at-home mom. Thank uh, you so much for coming. Thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> hey, guys, and welcome to the Help a Mother Out craft segment. So I'm super excited about today's craft because it's one of my favorite things to pull out and do. Um, I have a whole tackle box dedicated to it. Um, But you don't have to, no worries. This is a really, really stress-free, easy craft that keeps kids really, really busy. That's what we like to do, keep them busy. Um, And they can focus on their concentration and they can focus on like creating something beautiful, okay? So it's called mosaics. So I'm gonna do a mosaic today with you guys just to show you how the process works. It's super easy. You don't have to have a fancy tackle box full of uh, strips, but you'll probably want to create one at some point or have your kids create one at point at some point. Um, you can cut up pieces of construction paper, or you don't have to cut it up. You can literally rip small pieces of construction paper just like this. It does not have to be fancy, and you'll have little pieces that you can use for your mosaics, okay? I have pieces cut up just because that's what I, I do sometimes. Um, and I actually had my kids help me, and they sorted out the colors and all that fun stuff. Um, So we're going to create, I'm going to do a heart today. So when you're doing mosaics, it's important that you do a larger scale picture because it makes it easier to see. As you can see, I did this watermelon mosaic, super cute, super easy. I just drew a big old loop 
right there. And then I uh, did a little outline right there for the rhyme. And then I let my kids fill in the space. Um, and then we added a couple of seeds. Super simple. And then here I have a rainbow. And I did the same thing. I just drew a big old arch, another big old arch, and then did separating lines so that we could fill in the color with the red, the orange, the yellow, the green, the blue, the purple. Roy G. Biv, if you remember that from school, okay? Um, all right. So today I'm going to do a heart. So the simple thing I'm going to do is just draw a big heart, and I'm gonna use as much of the paper as possible. It does not have to be perfect. Do my best, there we go. All right, so I'm gonna do a heart. And then I'm gonna say, okay, what kind of colors do I wanna use for the heart? I'm honestly gonna do like a little ombre rainbow heart, okay? So I'll start with red, and then I'll work my way down based on color. So you can do this one of two ways. You can take your glue, pour it on a little plate and have your kids use like a, a paintbrush or something like that to just rub it on each singular piece. Or you can just lay your glue on your heart. So this is my red section. You can go ahead and already glue it there and then have them place the rainbow mosaic pieces on as you go, okay? So I'm gonna start with red. Open up my cute little case. And you tell your kids how you want them to do this. So you can have them do it one by one because you want them to take some time and really just indulge in this craft. Or, and I'm going to rip this in half because it was a bigger piece. Or you can have them spread all of it on like glitter and just do a bigger amount. I, for one, I just like to do it one by one just so I can control where each piece goes. And then if any pieces are loose, you can just add glue later, All right? I'm gonna show you what it looks like when you just spread it like glitter. Boom, 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 boom. There we go. Me and my sound effects, y'all. You have to bear with me because I always make sound effects. I sing songs that go along with the glitter, like we're taking the glue and we're putting it on the paper. <laughs> and there we go. We've got the red layer already done and then I'm just pulling out those extra pieces and then I'm gonna move on to the next color, all right? So after red and Roy G. Bib, you have orange. Pull those out and put those back. And then you can do this with literally any picture. So you see I did the watermelon, I did a rainbow, you could do a smiley face, you could do a car or a truck, um, you could do a building or a house, and you can mix up the colors as you go. Um, and this really just gives your kids time to sit and concentrate on something other than the screen, which we always love, right? Nothing wrong with screens sometimes, but sometimes they just need a little break. Focus on concentrating on a craft and really building their confidence because that's what crafts do. Once you create something that you're super proud of, you think about all the times when your kids bring home the thing that they made at school, and it may not even be something that you can recognize what it is, but they're super, super confident, like, mom, look what I did for you. Um, so doing these crafts and creating things really, really builds their confidence. And as parents, I, under, I know, and as mothers, we want our kids to be confident. We want them to be confident, healthy, happy contributors to society. And I'm telling you right now, crafts will help get them there. Doing creative things will help get them there. They will feel more confident in their ability 
to create, speak about what they've created. It's a win-win. So if you're not crafting at home, make it happen, Captain. <laughs> All right, so I'm doing yellow. Now, I mean, not yellow, orange, and then I'll do yellow, and then I'll move on and on and on. But this is how you do the mosaic process. Again, you can rip up your shreds. You can cut up your shreds. It is up to you. You can have your kids lay them one by one, or you can have them spread it out and then pull, pull out what they don't need. It is completely up to you. But This is an easy craft you can pull out at any time. If I were you, I'd get a little tackle box and just go ahead and have them create some strips that have all the different colors so they'll always have this to do, but they can always just rip up what they need and you can put it in some Ziploc bags, okay? So here's a help your mother out, help a mother out craft. I hope you enjoyed it. If you try this craft at home, make sure you tag Dasher Creations and hashtag help a mother out or hashtag I wish a mother would podcast. Until next time. All right, guys, welcome to the Help a Mother Out cooking segment with Coach Chef Kim. Hey, Hello, 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 hello. Okay, so you got to tell me what's going on because we got some popcorn and some stuff. I don't know what we're doing. What we're doing. Okay, so we're going to make cake batter popcorn. Mm -hmm. Cake batter popcorn? Yes. Is that what the crack was on the table? <laughs> yes. It's literal cake batter. So when I was thinking about what is fun, how do we upskill like kicking it with our kids, um, cake batter popcorn. I'm excited. Exactly. Oh. Okay, so this is seriously one of the easiest things you can do with your kids. And as a mom, I like that whole sweet and salty thing mm -hmm, happening. I love it. So this gives you sweet and salty, and then for the kids, we've got sprinkles. So you start with just half a cup of cake mix. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter what cake mix you want to do. Um, you can do Funfetti. However, oh. if you're like me and you couldn't find Funfetti in the store gotcha. this morning, then you get white mm -hmm. and you add sprinkles to it. Ta-da! You know, so now we have Funfetti. Mm. Mm. Ta-da! We're not going to freak out about it. It's totally, totally fine. I think it so looks this better. Way, and it does, it does, right? So if you think about, even if you did this for a birthday party, whatever the colors of the party are, make sure your sprinkles match. Mm -hmm. So creating your own custom sprinkle mix for your popcorn is what is going to change again. Let me tell you something. I think doing the sprinkles is the better thing to do anyway because it gives the kids an extra step. I'm all about adding some longevity to the project for the kids. So that is have, true. They have some time. They take your time. Just drop each yeah. sprinkle in one, one by one. A, count them. Count them out count loud the as sort, you're going. Sort, sort the them. sprinkles. Listen, I am a sorter. Help so them out. That, that definitely works. Now, this is just a tip for me. So we're going to use white chocolate. But for me, the easiest chocolate to use is almond bark. Now, for people with nut allergies, it's not made from almonds. It's just called that. Really? So, yes. There's no, it's literally just candy melt. I'm clutching my pearls because I really thought it was made out of. It is not. There's, there's no nuts in it whatsoever. I was like, Kayla can't have that. No, Kayla can have this. Praise God. Okay, there we go. Mm -hmm. So the reason I choose almond bark, or if you go to Target, you can get candy coating. That's what it's called in there. Mm -hmm. As opposed to candy melts, is that this melts smoother. Ooh. So they come in like squares like this, which makes it really easy for you to break it off. That way, if you're only doing one bag of popcorn, you could eat it, but I wouldn't. I'm not going to eat it because okay, it's... Okay, cool. It does smell I delicious. I just want to smell it. So if you're doing, like, let's say you don't need two whole bags of popcorn. You only want to do one, so we're going to split the recipe in half. Then you can easily figure out how much chocolate you need because it's already broken into squares. Got it. So then you don't have to have a kitchen skill and all that other stuff. This works 
way better. So tip, melt this in 30 second increments. I know it's going to get annoying. I know it is. But if you put this in on like two minutes and you walk away, you come back, you're going to burn it. So you're going to do this on 30 seconds and then you're going to stir it and then another 30 seconds and then you're going to stir it and then one more 30 seconds and probably around then the residual heat will melt everything together. Got it. No. I've done it the other way. Don't do it the other and way. And you will burn it and you can't save it if you burn it. So melt it in 30 second increments. So for this, we're going to pop two bags of popcorn. Mm -hmm. We're going to melt our eight ounces of chocolate mm -hmm. and then we're going to mix our chocolate and the cake batter together. Oh. So it creates this like really thick paste mm -hmm. that you then drizzle all over the popcorn. Ooh. And if you're like me, you add more sprinkles. Yeah. What do you drizzle it with? Like with piping bag or just drizzle? Absolutely not. With a spoon. Oh, okay. No one has time for that. Make it easy. No one has time for that. I'm now, with it. If you're trying to be fancy, then use a piping bag. But as someone who's been doing this for 10 years in the kitchen with kids, I don't have time. So we just use a spoon. Everybody gets their spoon and we just go to town. Mm -mm. And then... One of the things is, depending on how much chocolate you have and like how big you want your clusters to be, if you need to break it up before it sets, break it up. Okay. But think like bunch of crunch. If you want it to be like thick crunches, mm -hmm. you know, then you leave it. Okay. Cool. So once you do it, you add your extra sprinkles on top. Do that while your chocolate is still wet. If you wait, your sprinkles are just going to fall off. Okay. Got it. Does that make sense? Does this have chocolate in it already? It does have chocolate in it already. I'm ready for it. Okay, so we're gonna show everybody what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So if you're real extra like us, then you're gonna get these real cute little things off Amazon. It's linked on the blog. So cute. But if not, then just leave it in a bowl and it's totally fine. And then they come out, oh, we're making a mess mm -mm. in clusters. Oh. So you can't see it because it's white chocolate, but we've got clusters mm. of chocolate. And popcorn. Yay. And then you just add some more sprinkles on the top. If you so choose, it got really cute. It got really, it got really cute. really cute. Oh, it got really cute. I mean, check out that color. You could. So this is my question, right? Other than sprinkles, what else would you add as a topping? Wait, I'm sorry. Good. Um, like some caramel, maybe? You could do caramel. Oh, that would be fun. Mm. You can do caramel, but think like a little kid. What do little kids like? So gummy bears. They like gummy bears. They like chocolate. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't do like large M&Ms, do mini. So if you drop mini M&Ms over into this. Oh, the little baby M&Ms. Then Ooh. you have this whole cute little thing. Happening. Nerds. Nerds would work. Mm. Skittles. Mm. Like it really doesn't matter. Whatever like your kids really love. Mm. Think about whatever your theme is. So if this is a birthday party, mm. put in birthday party stuff. Okay. I got a cluster. You got a cluster. <laughs> <laughs> it's a delicious cluster. Okay, It'll totally change your life. Now, if you're doing this for like birthday parties, you want to give it to a lot of kids, leave nuts out. Because you don't ever know what that's going to be. True. Because this dries hard, not really hard, it dries stiff. So mm -hmm. you can put this inside of cups like this. You can put them inside of plastic bags. You can put ribbon on them. This can be your parting gift yeah. for a party. Or if you're doing family movie night, cute way to set this up. Lots of different ways that you can show off your celebration popcorn. So tell the people where they can find you and find this recipe so they can make this delicious popcorn. Because the sweet and salty is hitting right now. The sweet and salty is super delicious. You can find me at CoachChefKim.com. This recipe is already live, so mm. just type in Celebration Popcorn. Celebration Popcorn. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.
with Help a Mother Out in the Kitchen. All right, we are back in another segment for Help a Mother Out, and we're going to share three things with Trey uh, that you can do with your kids. So what kinds of activities do you guys like to do? Okay, as a, as a stay-at-home mom, we are only on one income. So our three favorite things to do, um, we'll go to like the local pet store mm. and walk around. It's like the zoo, but it's free. For the free! <laughs> and I'm in there, we like, we'll do learning things. So I'm like, okay, does the fish go in the water or with the cat, you know? And so we're learning, we're talking about how much does this cost? How much does that cost? We see other, we're learning boundaries. Mm. Cause you can't just walk up to another dog at the pet store. That part. So yeah. <laughs> Um, so we're learning a lot in there. I always find like local activities that are free in like in the Atlanta area. We'll make a drive um, in any museums, like oh. all the children's museums. And they have like a, free days. They have lots of free days. Yeah. So you sign up for those emails. I'm just always on those lists. Like here, we'll go. We're we'll be the there. Day. It's the free day. Come on now. Um, so yeah, and then parks, always parks, play dates, because it's the park play dates are like a win-win. I uh -huh. get mommy time, my kids get play time, and it's just, it's fun. It is. Yeah. So we got the pet store, which I love, love, yeah. love. The museums, <laughs> and then our park days. Yeah. So, yeah. That's so awesome. And all of those things are free. Free 99. Free 99. Free 99.